0: Welcome to this ASN Kidney 360 podcast. I am Sarah Sangavi, Clinical Assistant Professor in the Division of Nephrology at VA Puget Sound Healthcare System, Seattle, Washington. I'm joined by my colleague, Charlie Albers, Professor of Laboratory Medicine and Pathology at the University of Washington. Today we will discuss our study entitled Histopathologic and Clinical Features in Patients with Diabetes and Kidney Disease, published in Kidney 360 this November.
1: Great. Um, Pleased to join you on the podcast. So Sarah, let me begin by asking you a first question. How was your study cohort derived, and what were its key demographic and clinical features?
0: So we derived our study cohort from the Kidney Biopsy Archives at the University of Washington, which is a referral center for the Pacific Northwest region. We then limited our uh, records to patients with diabetes who had a biopsy performed between 2014 and 2016 in an attempt to reflect contemporary biopsy practices. The majority of participants had proteinuria and half of the whole whole cohort had nephrotic range proteinuria. Most also had advanced kidney disease with an average EGFR of about 35 mls per minute. So Charlie, what were the kidney biopsy findings in uh, your study cohort?
1: So we found that among the selected population, half of the participants had a primary diagnosis of diabetic nephropathy, and half had non-diabetic kidney disease. There were overlapping features of both diabetic nephropathy and non-diabetic kidney disease in about a quarter of one of the participants. In these participants, We used the reason for the biopsy and the prominence of certain histopathologic findings to ascertain a primary diagnosis. We found that among participants with non diabetic kidney disease, the most common diagnoses were focal and segmental glomerulosclerosis, followed by nephrosclerosis and IgA nephropathy. So let me ask you which parameters were associated with a higher likelihood of diabetic nephropathy or non diabetic? Nephropathy.
0: Well, the presence of retinopathy emerged as a clinical feature with the strongest association with diabetic nephropathy. Interestingly, nephrotic range proteinuria was not more common in the non-diabetic kidney disease group. In fact, we found that higher levels of proteinuria were associated with diabetic nephropathy. The parameter um, most strongly associated with non-diabetic kidney disease was acute kidney injury um, noted by the referring physician. Um, in the um, uh, biopsy report. So, Charlie, my next question is, among those patients with non-diabetic nephropathy, in what proportion would the medical management have been changed as a result of the biopsy, and which pathologic findings would have led to a change in treatment?
1: So that's really the principal question we sought to answer when we conceived of this study. We found that 39% of participants with non diabetic kidney disease had diagnoses that changed their treatment options. As examples, biopsy diagnoses within this cohort included diseases that would be treated differently from diabetic kidney disease, such as membranoproliferative glomerulonephritis, membranous nephropathy, amyloidosis, and minimal change disease, among other um, pathologic entities. So, Sarah. How do your findings compare with those in previous publications addressing this question?
0: So our study was unique in that it ascertained a primary diagnosis based on the clinical history and histopathologic results. We then quantified how frequently clinical management may be altered based on the biopsy results using this classification system. And to our knowledge, this is the first study to directly address this particular question.
1: Let me chime in too that other studies have examined clinical characteristics associated with diabetic nephropathy with results similar to ours with retinopathy and more severe proteinuria associated with diabetic nephropathy. Two previous studies have evaluated the presence of a monoclonal gammopathy in patients with diabetes. Comparable to our findings, these studies found a low rate of monoclonal gammopathy of renal significance. In terms of the pathology found among patients with diabetes and non-diabetic kidney disease, focal and segmental glomerulosclerosis has repeatedly come out on top in studies from U.S. patient populations. The distribution of diabetic kidney disease versus non-diabetic kidney disease or an overlap of these two broad classes is roughly similar to what has been the distribution identified in other reported biopsy cohorts. So, I will ask you, in which patients with diabetes would you recommend obtaining a kidney biopsy?
0: So, this really is a key question, and our cohort included participants who were referred for kidney biopsy by their clinician based on clinical or laboratory characteristics. Therefore, we're limited in our ability to extrapolate our findings in the study to all patients with diabetes. Um, But I do think our data is more helpful, perhaps, in giving pause to the conventional reasons in pursuing kidney biopsies in this this population. Um, For one, we found that nephrotic range proteinuria is not atypical in diabetic nephropathy and shouldn't be the sole reason for biopsy. So putting it all together, based on our results, the patient I would now have a lower threshold to biopsy would be one with no evidence of retinopathy and an unexplained acute kidney injury.
1: So that is really an important conclusion uh, for those listening. So in thinking about what we've had to share with you today, um, we'd like to conclude by sharing our sense that a general reluctance to biopsy patients with presumed diabetic kidney disease may be detrimental to the care of individual patients and that this is an obstacle to achieving a better understanding of disease progression and the choice of therapeutic interventions. Our study adds to a growing clinical recognition of the kidney biopsy in the management of diabetic kidney disease for many patients. So we're excited to share with you this information, and we thank you for joining us on this Kidney 360 podcast.
0: This podcast is copyrighted by the American Society of Nephrology, all rights reserved. All content in this podcast is for informational purposes only